This is the New Perspective Podcast with your hosts, Kyle Cable and Nate Clark. In this podcast, we're joined by somebody our age. Uh, his name's Ethan Phillips, somebody who I've known of and he's known of me. Uh, but he approached me kind of to talk about the podcast. And so the podcast was kind of a bridge uh, that brought us together. And in this podcast, we talk about a lot of different things, but primarily kind of why we have a podcast and why we think audio is so big and why we're documenting everything that we're doing and putting it out there for people to see. And we also talk about this idea of like self-made. Is it really self-made? You're telling me that nobody helped you along the way. Kind of a fun uh, concept that we talk about in this podcast. Enjoy. If you could put a phrase or a word on a billboard, any phrase, yeah. what would it be? Tomorrow isn't promised. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. What did, uh... But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that's so cliche. Like, I get it. I get it. Right? Yeah. I feel like people just don't feel that, though. Yeah, yeah. Because they just... It's, it's just so cliche. It's funny. So, I... Sorry, no, I cut you off. No. You, 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 you go, I go out here after this podcast and get hit by a bus. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean... I go and get hit by a bus right we, now. We've never really talked about your story on the podcast. Yeah, about, your story. about, like, how this all happened, how we met. Like, like why we met and created this. So, I had been ha- having, like, head pain when I, was, when I was lifting. And, you know, first off-season work, I'll come back from Thanksgiving break. We're doing a lift, man, and I'm not even kidding you. We're using—I was using a band. It was attached to a rack, and I literally did an overhead squat with a band. No weight, like it was just lower resistance. And all of a sudden, my head just started shooting, like pain. And I'm like, "What is going on?" And usually, I, I had—it wasn't like I hadn't felt it before. Like I had felt that it had hurt before when I lifted, but usually it went away, mm-hmm. and it didn't go away. And I couldn't—I was having literally symptoms of like a stroke. I couldn't like see straight. I couldn't like. My talk, I was talking okay, but like I couldn't move well. Like I was just so off balance. Um, I, it, I felt like I had a severe concussion, signs of stroke, whatever. So I went to the hospital, mm-hmm. and it was busy as heck because it was at the end of the year. Everybody was trying to get in there and get surgeries done because they were trying to hit their deductibles <clears> so that they yeah. didn't have to worry about that, you know, coming in the next year. So I didn't see a, a doctor until four hours after I got to the hospital. Is this all still going on? Yeah, I got my head down. I had this. I had the head pain for like thirty. It was like twenty four hours straight before they finally got it to go away. And so I see a doctor, and they give me some medicine. And, you know, they give CAT scan, whatever, and everything's fine. Like there's no tumor or anything like that. Yeah. Like whatever, blood vessels seemed okay. And so they give me some meds. I go home at like. 1 a.m. I leave, mm-hmm. and I'm waiting at my parents' house. 4 a.m. comes around. I'm like, Mom, like I can't even. This still hurts so bad. So we were back into the hospital at like 4:30 in the morning, yeah. and then we were there a whole day. And they finally did a procedure. They found out that one of my blood vessels, two main blood vessels that run up your brain, one of them was like constricted. Something so as like, simple as that. So there wasn't like blood flow getting to the head, which That's was causing insane. this pain. And so they ended up putting me on some meds, and they did a procedure just to make sure that it had opened back up and blood flow was going. And if it hadn't, they were going to put like a stint in there that opened okay. it up um, so that it was like a tube, like a little Jeez. bubble they were going to put in there so that it would open up. But they didn't have to do that. They just went in there and they said, okay, yeah, it's good. So I was in the hospital overnight. But then, you know, I was by myself that night when I would stayed overnight. And my parents went home, my girlfriend left, and I was just laying there. I'm like, you know, I, I'd gone to Tony Robbins that prior spring in California. Okay. And when I went there, I had all these like, ideas and these things I'm like when I go back when I come back to lacrosse like I'm gonna have a different mindset I'm gonna have like these changed values like mm-hmm. it's gonna be a different person I want to be a better person and I got back in that spring and habits came yeah. and I just got to back to doing the same stuff I was doing just kind of in the in the rut of life yeah and when I was sitting in that hospital I'm like man like 
these six months, I haven't done anything that I mm. said I was going to do. It's liberating. It's scary at the same time. And so about a week after, two weeks after, I met with Nate, and I'm like, yeah. hey, like, let's do something. Like, I want to do something. And we that's when New Perspective got created. That's really cool. And, and so it's, it, the, whole, the whole idea, the whole mission behind it is just kind of showing people that there's other stuff out there. There's yeah. these different, everyone has these different minds. Everybody has these different perspectives. Yeah. You know, not one perspective is the right perspective. But everybody has one, and let's bring them together and, sh- and show those to people. And understanding that other people are coming from different places. Yeah, that's the key. So that's kind of that's kind of you know my kind of thing and how it started. And that's you know really people cool. have worse stuff to have. People are in the hospital because they have cancer. They have you know horrible things. They get yeah. hit by a freaking bus. Think about Andy Johnson a lot. Yeah, you know playing football and he gets hit and his whole arm goes paralyzed and he has no oh, chance boy. to ever play football ever again. He was going to be he was first round draft pick. Yeah. Like really stuff like that, stuff like that happens oh to people. God. And I was in the hospital just because I had like a little blood vessel thing. It yeah. wasn't life threatening. Yeah. But like people have life threatening things that happen every day, and they're not fortunate enough to rebound off that. Yeah. And so you know, I'm 21 years old, and I'm like, I feel like there's more to my life. I feel yeah. like I was put on this earth to do something else other than what I've been doing. And I ended up quitting my full time job or part time job of full time hours. I'm yeah. at Quick Trip, and I just said. I'm going to make less money. I'm gonna. I know I'm going to make less money, um, and, and I'm just gonna. <laughs> yeah. I wanna. I wanna just learn. I wanna try to move my it's life forward. Cost. If it's gonna have me lose, make less money, then okay. I'm 21 years old. I don't need to be making 40 grand in you know whatever it might be. Like I don't need that. So you said you said when you were coming in here right now, kind of something you're working on was it with your brother? Is what you said? Yeah, my kind brother. The second guy we've had on the yeah. podcast where he talked about kind of clothing line. Yeah. Um, so what, what's the goal for that? Like, you know, what's that? Yeah, like? honestly, goal, like end goal, like maybe five year goal, we'll call it. Yeah. Would be like, um, e-commerce site and everything like that established. That's, That's the short term goal. Yeah. But also it'd be no really cool one day, I don't know, five years realistic, maybe 10, yeah. have a storefront, um, real small in the front and then have all social media in the back. With like podcasts and videos and stuff like that, because we both oh, really love that's videos. That's, that's cool. a good idea. So it's like, like kind of combining both worlds. Yeah, we talked about the wedding. How we think audio is becoming so big yeah. because you know video is still going to be big, but I think people are starting to grasp more. Like, hey, if I can go walk or if I can go drive yeah. and still be consuming some kind of like content or just even if it's like music, but like audio, like content, like motivational stuff. People like yeah. Gary V and Tony Robbins talking about financial advice. Um, like just life stuff, but I think audio is getting really big and it's going to be huge in the next five years because people can go and take it anywhere that they go. Well, it's easy too to record it anywhere that you go. You don't yeah. need to go to a studio. We just get a recorder and we, yeah. we can literally go anywhere we want and sit down with somebody and just press, you know, record and, and just talk and then put it up on our podcast. Yeah, it's so easy because of the technology. So. It's yeah, so that's easy. That's why it's blown up. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm just excited about it because you know, we've talked about with so many people that this podcast could be just kind of us learning it could be dead in you know two weeks could be dead in five years but the cool thing is that we have these kind of skills where i can start a podcast really about anything yeah and eventually you know to the point where we can like monetize it and i can make this as a secondary income kind of a side hustle thing where on the weekends i'm you know recording podcasts and doing making content just on for fun well that's the big point is making content because content is becoming so much more powerful and so much more of a tool now that you're building that skill for this but who knows where you can take that down the line you know it's it's such an important skill to have editing software i mean you do the editing stuff you're making videos we'll talk about that in a second but like learning how to use that we just talked about adobe on the software learning how to use that stuff and we're using it for like personal use right now, but man, like ten years, 
people are, I see people on like Twitter and stuff all the time saying, hey, anybody in lacrosse know how to use Adobe Premiere? Yeah, like, figure it out. Who can, who can take photographs? That's yeah. what all these yeah. photographers do. Yeah, so like, I think <laughs> like, that's what? really cool. Like the skills that we're like teaching ourselves and learning from like consuming content online is going to be so valuable for yeah. us. I think the mentality behind that though is everybody wants everything to be so perfect. Yeah. Like who can take the perfect photograph? It's right. like, dude, nothing, it doesn't have to be perfect. It's what you learn like in yeah. the experience. Yeah. Like, the first time that we actually sat down and did this, it didn't even record. <laughs> like, and we had to do it again. Yeah. So, and that's that's part of the journey and just the, uh, the learning experience with it. Like, we've learned so much just by doing this. Right. And a big thing I do want to point out is just because we did this, that's the reason why he approached you. Yeah. True. Like, it, true, it's, true. it has opened up so many more connections and possibilities. And now you're in contact with Ryan Johnson, one of the biggest, like, yeah. Guys business around owners across, around yeah. here. Yeah, he owns, like, how many, like, four different restaurants. Well, yeah, you got now just five. Big Al's here soon. Yep. So you got Big Al's, uh, Howie's, Old Crow, um, State Room. Yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to be meeting with him soon, but, like, with... Big Alice, he's just been busier than Hex. Yeah. We've exchanged a couple emails. He's just been busy. So we're really excited. We're going to have him on the podcast eventually. And you guys had Dave, didn't you, too? That's Dave Skolgan, yeah. That was a family podcast. connection. I'm really glad that I was, that was able awesome. to leverage that. Yeah, um, and that was then, really cool. But yeah, it's an excuse to talk to people. That's what we say on, I think, every podcast. It's an excuse to talk to people. I wouldn't have made the connection with sure. you. I mean, we might have talked at the wedding, right. but like, hey, how are you? Yeah, like, hey, I'm Kyle. Real I'm just so dry, just yeah, like yeah. a regular conversation. I don't know. That's been. I think that's been the best thing about it is because this could die tomorrow. This mm. podcast could be done. Yeah. But like the people we've talked to just just now in the last mm. four months, probably five more, four months, mm. it, the connections we made are endless. You know, I don't know where they're gonna be. True. I mean, they can uh, go anywhere. And just putting that brand out there that yeah. we're like, you know, all about growth and just the stuff that we talk yeah. about. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's a point that I was kind of thinking about while you guys were talking. It's just like the emphasis on creating content with meaning and purpose rather than, I feel like so much of it right now and so much of the trend lately is all superficial stuff. It's yeah. so superficial. I think that's coming around, about, yeah. coming back is like about, about realness. And, and that's kind of like our clothing brand going back is all about like meaning and purpose and growth and things yeah. like that. So we're trying to connect the, the just like getting the brand stuff right. And, and mm-hmm. I think that hearing that other people that are creating brands right now are on the same wavelength is a really good indicator that that's the trend mm-hmm. of where things are going. Because yeah. you can always think something's going there, but unless you really connect it, because when you create something, you're creating it for the future. Right. So if you're creating the wrong thing for the future, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to hear other people creating for the future, that I think like, is hey, really... We're like, under, what you, like, 22, 23, 24? Yeah. Like, we're young as crap. I don't know people <laughs> yeah. our age doing some of this stuff. Like, no. I'm not saying it just to, like, toot my own horn, but, like, we're so young and we're like trying to fail as much as possible right now because yeah. when I'm 30, I'm still young and I have my whole life to... When you're 60, you're still young. I have my whole life to make money and have a, um, a stable job and do all that things. But right now is the time to take as much risk as yes. possible. And I don't think people understand that. You know, they're just... Everyone's in this like kind of rut where they're like, gotta go to college and I gotta, you know, do the stuff that everyone's done and, and get the safe route, go get that job. But, like, right now, this time in college is college age is, like, when we should be taking the most risk and failing the most. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, mom and dad ultimately want me to get this, like, stable job so that I can provide for a family and, you know, I don't have to worry about money. But, like, right now, man, I'm trying to fail as much as possible because that's when everything is going to be life hack. Life hack. I honestly, and I'm going to think about that today because yeah. we're about to go into summer and so many people are about to go into a job where they make oh, you know, I make $15 an hour, it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, compared to what? Like, that's all relative. But honestly, I think it comes from just lack of confidence in themselves mm-hmm. to actually take that risk. Because we, like, 
we are confident people. That's because we've done hard things in the past and we've built that. But like some people just like don't have that self belief in them to actually like go out and maybe start a brand or start something. Oh my god, is it gonna fail? Yep. Like no, it can't fail. Like just you trying it is Dude, like you, succeeding. You renting a, a <laughs> place off for six fifty a month, running your own business or something yeah. for three months. We start football in August, but for three months you're running your own business. You have your own rent, like. Right. Dude, you're taking so, risks. Yeah, I'm taking it all on me. But yes. what I will say, a year and a half ago, I would have never, like I said, like a year and a half ago when I first started here, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. But like deep down, I was like terrifying. <laughs> yeah. And it's still terrifying, but I've just built that, you know, yeah. in the last year and a half by like challenging myself and doing hard things and attacking fear yeah. and like pushing myself. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. that's the big thing. Dude, that's part Because to take risks, like you have to have that confidence in you. Otherwise, you're not going to do anything. Man. Yo, that's that's so funny that this got brought up because I wrote down two questions just in case. Yeah. Um, we got to a point where we wanted to talk about things and. No, you said when we got to a point where we scaled up. We didn't scale up. I know. I tried to reword it then and it didn't work. <laughs> Go ahead. No, but you guys were answering. I was gonna say is like, do you think people um, in our generation are afraid to take risks because things are so public now? Like, if you take a risk and fail, <laughs> everyone will know. It's broadcast on social media. I, you know I, I, mean? I do it's think that's like, a big thing. I think. I, I, yeah. I think so too. Because. Here's, it's the same reason why people get try to get these nice vehicles because they want people yeah. to see that they're successful, yeah. right? They're materialistic. They, they won't say they are. Benz, they want to have that fat whip. But yeah, I'm 50 deep, because but I got want, that Benz, though. Yeah. Because it's about the self-image. Everyone yeah. has a self-image, and if they fail, they think it's destroyed. Well, go look at anybody. Look at people um, that are uber successful right now. Yeah. If you look at their life, it wasn't all bright successful. Like They yeah. failed a lot to start, and now they're starting to hit that climb. Like. It, it's not, you don't just start something and all of a sudden, boom, like it's successful. Yeah. Like, no. Like, you're not going to start a clothing brand all of a sudden, oh, CLs <laughs> yeah. left and right. Like, <laughs> right. it doesn't happen. Right, right. It's not realistic to think like that, and people do. So, there's, it's the self image that if something is destroyed or they fail, people are going to look at them differently and say, ah, oh, that person's a failure. Yeah. I want to be looked yeah. at as a failure when I'm young. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. But you're clear about that, and Gary Vee talks about it a lot. He, he knows who he is, and he's clear about why he does what he does. Yeah. And when people don't have that why, they're not yeah. willing to do like, like I work so hard because I don't want to have to worry about money. I, I want to like, like my whys are so strong. I want to build generational wealth for like all my descendants. Yeah. Like I think about that a lot. Yeah. And most people do a lot of things and they only think about themselves. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I'm tired. I don't want to, I don't want to make that extra, those extra calls or do that project or go hard on this, go hard on that. Like yeah. they're only thinking about themselves. Like that's, that's selfish. Like you shouldn't yeah. be thinking about bigger than that mm-hmm. and you'll find that energy here's here's something i thought about um kind of as we were as you were talking i think about how okay realistically this podcast right sunday when we put this out what 50 to 100 people are probably gonna listen to it let's think about uh 10, 10, people, list, 10 people listen to it fully <laughs> right i'm not concerned about how many people are listening to this stuff right. right now because in 20 years when i hope i've done something with my life and i've Made an impact in life and I've been successful. Come back and listen to this when I was 21 years old. Yeah. Like, this was, I want to document this because I want Absolutely. people to see that. You know what? Right now, I'm, I'm living in an apartment or a house down in La Crosse here, paying three twenty five a month. Yeah. I have about <laughs> four grand in my name and I have $20,000 in debt because of school. Like, yeah. I'm not somebody that has money coming everywhere right no. now and I hope that later in my life I do yeah. so that I can come back to this and be like, hey, check that out. Yeah. This, it's just kind of like I get that image of that Bezos with the Amazon. <laughs> I know. Yeah, when he's like, like, there's like spray paint. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like what is going on. Yeah. Think about if he would have documented. They've literally done something like this. Gary talks about it. Yeah, he awesome. talks about all the time. If 
Think about if Jeff Bezos would have documented him when he started, when he was nobody gave a crap about who billion, he was. Ten billion views at least. It would be it would be it would blow up, it'd go yeah. viral. Yeah. His his it. journey of success would blow up if he had documented it. And he's already uber successful. Elon Musk, like Yeah. He just lost sixty three billion dollars and he's not even worried about it. Can you imagine that? Like sixty three billion dollars. And he's like, eh. it's so crazy. Anyway. I lose sixty three dollars on my home. I can't tell my girlfriend, I can't tell my mom, <laughs> yeah. I just lost his money. Like I just spent thirty three dollars on command ships. I'm like, oh god, that yeah. hurt. But another thing too, when you first started, um, like with me, like with Cutco and stuff like that, like my perspective of money has completely changed just because, you know, I'm doing a job where I'm not getting paid for my time. If you only get paid for your time, you're never, yeah. you're never going to be able to, to be comfortable, whatever that is for you. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, you need to find something where you can get like paid overnight or you can get paid for like the value that you bring. Here's, yeah, here's, you said that and it, it brought my mind. So... My dad, you know, he texted me the other day after I finished fine. He's like, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm golfing. He goes, oh, it must be nice to be able to go golfing all the time. Okay, one, I'm in college, so I'm going to do whatever I want because I don't, like, I'm young. <laughs> yeah. But two, it's like, I don't want to go work an hourly job where I'm getting hourly because I'm trading my time for a paycheck. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that because ultimately, you know, my, my roommates say all the time, I don't drink as much, you know, whatever. Sure. But I want I want to live these years like it, like I can. Like, I can do whatever I want because ultimately when I get older, I need to start earning money to provide for family. Then I need to get more stable. Mm-hmm. Right now, like, I'm everywhere because I just want to be. And so that's why working with Cutco, I yeah. went and spent two hours with the family. Yeah. And I sell $1,000 and I just earned 250 bucks yeah. in two hours of work. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather make less money up front right now at this age yeah. and be learning and doing a podcast and reading and, and bettering myself than versus... Working forty hours a week at a job, earning a five hundred dollars in a week. Like, yeah, am I gonna make nice money in the summer? Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. But I'd rather make less money now and learn and fail. Yeah, because this is the time to do it. Well, I'd argue you're even making more money just because it frees up so much more time. Time is currency. Yeah, yeah. I mean, time is all you got, right? Yeah. And you're able to do all those other things because you can go for two hours, sell a grand, and make two hundred fifty bucks. Like, so I'd argue you're almost, you know making more that way so yeah I agree I think so too yeah oh, it's what was the second some, question you had some people do, yeah second question right, you can go ahead no it's just yeah. crazy when people don't see vision when people can't see the longevity and can't can't make goals and, and like create yeah. them it's kind of like I don't know It's it kind of goes into that podcast that I told you to send I can send it to you too mm. it was talking about like quantum like the idea of quantum and, and, and it sounds so like vague and cryptic but really it's just like the, the idea of the law of attraction you know you put this energy and this time out there you're bound to make it like it's kind of like being like a self-fulfilled prophecy like mm. you are what you make yourself to be so talk your, you know you said, you said self-fulfilled prophecy like yeah i came up I, I i don't remember where i found this but like when people say like they're like a self-made millionaire so you're telling me nobody helped you <laughs> yeah, yeah that's yeah. true that's true so like you know, I, I didn't mean to like like no, I just no, I, 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 I was thinking about that actually. Like a self-made millionaire, are you really a self-made millionaire? You tell me nobody helped you. Yeah. Nobody helped you. You didn't ask for. You didn't make any connections where that person ended up ultimately helping you become a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Get out. Yeah. No. Get Everything out. Is people and interactions yeah. and relationships. It's all about connections and relationships. Yeah. All about. back to kind of what you were saying though. I read this quote probably about a month ago. Um, and then I just saw it again. Like, I just thought of it, and then I saw it again. It was crazy. Um, but it was like, 
start to get in a mindset where you expect an instant breakthrough, where you expect miracles. Like, let oh, yourself right. loosen up and, like, allow, like, miracles that come to you. Like, okay. expect, like, breakthroughs and just amazing things that happen. And that's just, like, I've been thinking about that for the last, like, 48 hours. I'm just like, oh, my God, that's, like, such a cool and powerful mindset to be in because it puts you in such another state where you expect amazing things to happen. Yeah. Like, you're not just like, oh, I I hope, like, this works out. It's like, no, I expect this all to be, like, amazing. And it's not always going to be, but if you have that mindset, it's... It's just, I don't know, it's super uplifting and yeah. uh, it's super powerful. I mean, try that. I've been on this mindset I've been trying to do lately. I've been doing it for like a month now and it's been fun. It's it's like like getting on a lucky streak. I tell myself like my luck's up. Like I'm, I'm continuing this out. Mm-hmm. And like when I fail, like when something doesn't happen, it's just like, oh, that was for a reason. So then this will happen, you know? Yeah. Just like yeah. putting that like, karma. Yeah, like that karma, lucky streak, whatever you want to call yeah. it. It's kind of, it's kind of fun. Well, it's like, the, and the harder you work, the more things that you do, the more you attract luck because you're yeah. putting that out there. Right, right. 